Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Federal, provincial, and territorial agriculture ministers have wrapped up their talks in St. John's, Newfoundland, the next policy framework for the sector. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley announced that the ministers reached an agreement on the next policy framework for the ag sector and that business risk management programs would also be reviewed. Ministers have reached an agreement on the core elements of the new framework, which will be called Canadian Agricultural Partnership. The Canadian Agricultural Partnership will recognize and engage those who have been underrepresented in the past, women, youth, persons with disabilities, and Indigenous communities. It will strengthen the agricultural sector, ensuring continuing innovation, growth, and prosperity. Our agreement also ensures that producers continue to have business risk management programs that are comprehensive, responsive, and accessible. Governments respond to industry's concerns around eligible coverage under agri-stability by ensuring a more equitable level of support for all producers. Governments further committed to engaging in a review of that explored options, exploring options to improve the BRM program. For all our programs, we continue to make them simpler and more user-friendly. The new agreement includes a change to agri-stability, allowing provinces and territories an option to trigger late participation. Producers would be able to enter the program even if they did not sign up by the deadline, with payments reduced by 20%. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart doesn't support the change. He says it goes directly against the principle of proactive risk management and does not fix a problem producers have identified. Stewart said the Sask- that Saskatchewan has no intention of triggering late participation under any circumstances. However, he has the other benefits of the agreement made it, to, it made it important for Saskatchewan to sign on to continue to provide uninterrupted programming for producers. Ontario urged in favor of the late participation provision in agri-stability. Jeff Leal is the Provincial Agri- Minister, Agriculture Minister there. Last summer in the province of Ontario, we had five counties uh, that experienced a, a severe drought. Unprecedented uh, in the history of the province of Ontario. And the only tool available at that particular time uh, would to be to request uh, to the federal government that agri-recovery come into place. And we do know that agri-recovery could only be triggered when there's absolute devastation in an industry. That didn't occur in Ontario. It occurred on a regional basis. And after we did uh, extensive consultation, and that's why we were so adamant about the review take place uh, for business risk management program over the next year, to see if we could provide that kind of flexibility uh, when a regional problem develops. Uh, We don't want to get into a bait debate about the pros and cons of climate change, but one of the things we know for sure, that more and more we're seeing volatile weather conditions right across Canada that are impacting the producers, and we want to make sure in the future that we have a suite of programs available that have the inherent flexibility to respond to regional uh, problems. Meanwhile, McCauley says there were bound to be disagreements among the ministers. When I was interviewed yesterday by a reporter and they said, is there any issues when you sit, you sit down with 13 ministers and a federal minister? Do we everybody, yes, yes, yes? Not likely. What we do is sit down and put together the best policy framework that we can, dealing with 13 uh, jurisdictions in the government of Canada, and that's exactly what we did. I think we, uh, I don't think I know that we all work together 
That's with the, with the term that was used. Everybody had to put a bit of water in their wine to make sure that we come up with a policy that uh, moves the agricultural sector forward. Forward and looking at and what we did was listen to the people across the country. We listened to the sector and addressed the concerns of the sector, and that's exactly what we did. Manitoba's Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler also weighed in on the conversation. At the end of the day, what we do want to do is do what's best for our producers. These decisions, discussions are, are part of the process in order to make sure we get it right. And this is not our first uh, conversation, nor will it be the last. But uh, Manitoba sits very proudly with signing this agreement and to make sure that each of our producer organizations and our farm families have the best that we can actually give them. Uh, Manitoba is uh, somewhat strained financially, so we didn't have a lot of money to add to it either. But certainly we know that uh, moving forward with this new program is going to make us all that much better. A further change to agri-stability addresses the negative consequences of reference margin limits in agri-stability. The RML will be limited so that agri-stability is fairer for producers with low input costs. In order to keep these changes cost-neutral, changes to agri-invest and agri-stability were also required. A minimum payment of $250 for both programs is being introduced at agri-invest payments will be capped at $10,000 per producer. On a topic not related to the new agriculture policy framework, Ag Minister McCauley was asked what the Canadian government plans to do now that Italy has issued a dense that all pasta and rice sold in Italy will be subject to country of origin labeling. Well, of course, it's a great concern, and my officials are dealing with our officials in the European Union, and to make sure that our, that we have continual uh, trade, that the trade uh, continues to flow freely. As you know, we have a uh, history of this uh, issue, and we certainly don't like it. Italy's industry minister said the vast majority of Italian consumers wanted to know the origin of their foodstuffs, adding it was also important to promote Italian farmers. Saskatchewan is the largest producer of durum wheat used in pasta production. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart believes Canada has a strong case in any trade challenge. We recognize Italy has moved past the EU process and they're going directly to the World Trade Organization uh, I guess to speed up the process for them. Uh, speeding up the process from our perspective isn't necessarily a bad thing, but uh, there's there's always risks with the WTO uh, uh, challenge, and uh, uh, we uh, in Saskatchewan work uh, uh, hand-in-glove with our federal counterparts who are, uh, have responsibility for trade and some very competent people uh, uh, looking after these types of negotiations, and I know that um, uh, even if it does come to a uh, 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 decision by the WTO, uh, I think Canada will be in pretty good shape on this one. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. As discussed before the break, Italy has announced a new rule about labeling on pasta packages that could be bad news for Canadian wheat growers. So what this all means is pasta packages sold in supermarkets will soon carry labels saying where the wheat was used to make the, to make the product and where it comes from. Head of Italy's biggest agricultural organization says the change will help boost demand for Italian wheat in a slumping market. The market update on the source 620 CKRM. Prices remained unchanged or fell in early trading on Friday. Durham unchanged at 292.78. Feed barley also unchanged at 145.03. Canola down 210 to 476.80. 
Flax unchanged at 4.1425. Oats are down 89 cents to $171. Yellow peas remain unchanged at $287. Feed wheat also unchanged at $141.99. And number one, red spring wheat down $5.79 to $283.49. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 200 cattle on offer for the week, consisting mostly of cows and bulls. This cow market looked like it was a buck or two lower again. These good cows, $1.01 to $1.08. Medium cows from 94 to a buck. These good bulls are bringing 112 to 124. Sales right up to a buck 30 on the right kind. Not a lot of yearlings on offer. We did sell 275 black and black baldy steers for Diamond Day Farms at Davidson on DLMS on Thursday. Got an eight and a quarter weight base on them. They bring two dollars point two five for the next week delivery. I think that's a pretty good poke. For more market information, give Heartland Musha a call at six nine two two three eight five. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. And now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams market commentary for Friday, July twenty first. Hams sold sixty five hundred hogs Thursday, selling at a range of one hundred ninety six to two hundred six dollars per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 heads, selling in a range of $195 to $205 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, July 21st are SIG 3, $198.66, SIG 4, $206.29, SIG 5, $202.47, Cash, $200.97, Brico, $205, Thunder Creek, $208.56, and High Life, $204.29 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 128.97 to 145.5 dollars per CKG live weight. Hams market cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up six hundredths of a cent, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2585. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.85 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets have traded consistently lower all week, with hog supplies ample and growing. Packers are taking a more defensive approach to their procurement program, as most anticipate that the weaker trend will continue over the next several months while hog supplies grow by an estimated 15%. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. Severe thunderstorm watches remain in place for southeastern and central Saskatchewan this hour. There's also air quality advisories in west central Saskatchewan due to smoke from BC wildfires. For a complete and current list on watches and possible warnings, you can go to our website at 620ckrm.com. Today, a mix of sun and cloud, a 30% chance of showers and the risk of thunderstorms. Winds from the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour, gusting as high as 50 this afternoon, a high of 28. Tonight, partly cloudy, again a 30% chance of showers or a thunderstorm, down to a low of 13 degrees. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness throughout the morning, but clearing in the afternoon. Winds from the northwest at 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, a high of 24, and a low of 12. Sunday, sunshine up to a high of 30, down to a low of 16. Monday, more sunshine, 27 for a high, 12 for a low. Tuesday, sunshine and a high of 26. That is the normal daytime high this time of year, 26 degrees. The normal overnight overnight low rather remains at 11. The sun rose at 5.11 this morning. It should set around 8.58 this evening. Around the province right now, Estevan 24, Prince Albert 15, Saskatoon is 18. It's 22 in Swift Current. Weyburn and Yorkton are both 25. Right now in Moose Jaw, mainly sunny and 26. Here in Regina, partly cloudy and also 26. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.